episode is this? I don't even know what this is. I don't even say episodes. This is <laughs> this is the next episode of Wrestle <laughs> Cave I Podcast. Of, I can't think of a better way to start. <laughs> Yo, Pat, how you feeling, Pat? We here at Wrestle Cave, Pat. You know what I'm saying? We in the mix. We're good. I got my man Thirty Case in the building. We just watched NXT. What's going on, fellas? How you feeling right now? Just want to give a shout out to my man Marcellus. I'll dub myself Pat the Facts tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Facts? Good. Facts, facts over good. here. What's good, man? How you doing tonight, Facts? Oh, my I'm chilling, man. Oh, that's what I like to hear. I think there's only one thing to start with today. Okay. It's kind of a big deal. It, it was a sellout. Oh, shit. Selling out. <laughs> All right. Oh, it, it happened, man. It happened in less less than a half hour, ladies and gentlemen. The Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes. They did it. They sold out their Chicago All-In show. When none of us could get tickets. Fucking <laughs> um, so, I mean, let's start it off, Ace. I mean, you've been one of the biggest proponents on this show about it. Go for it. Go. This is your time. This is what you've been talking about. I just think that when I speak, I'm not disrespecting. I'm not trying to disrespect anything from the past. Um, I know I said fuck Hulk Hogan. I know I said fuck the 80s. Um, just for the simple fact of my anger with uh, Hulk Hogan. But at the end of the day, you can't uh, take away... Um, or erase from history what he's done for uh, pro professional wrestling, you know, what he's done for the industry, um, what people do in their personal lives. We can disagree, we can dislike it, um, but at the end of the day, man, just for the culture, he, he contributed to the culture, and just like anyone in the 80s that contributed to the culture. Now, granted, it was a lot of goofy shit in the 80s. I mean, facts, Matt, uh, uh, facts, Pat, with the facts. Was it not like goofy shit in the 80s? Was it was it not shit all the time? Was it was it not a reason for you know Shawn Michaels to uh, and Brett basically Brett and Shawn Michaels to usher in the Attitude Era and then Stone Cold took it to the took next level. Triple H became the greatest heel of all time in my opinion. You know one of the greatest heels of all time, if not the best. Um, and to you know uh, John Cena era and Randy Orton Batista and to you know Seth Rollins in the Shield and to fucking now being the elite, the business side of professional wrestling and what people don't understand and they were like telling me to chill because I was like you know you like texting in all caps and people think they're yelling at them and shit and I'm like Ugh. what I'm trying to say is like bro we are the elite like we are the indie professional wrestling group slash podcast. You see what I'm saying? It's like, we're doing our own thing. We're building our own following. Like, we, we drop shows whenever we want. We, we do shows whenever we want. We, we put out music whenever we want. Pretty much, like, for anybody that's... And it's not even just wrestling. Just anybody that's out there trying to do their own thing. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. And it's huge. And it gives people hope, like, hey, I don't need all this money behind me. I don't need the corporation. I don't need... Whatever, like I don't need a big name behind me. I can, if I believe in myself, I can go do it, and that's huge. Mm -hmm. Like that's motivation for anybody out there trying to do something. And like they did it, absolutely. They put Done their it. name on it. it. They stamped Legends. it. I listened to um, the Young Bucks were on with Jericho, I think recently. Yeah, loved it. And they even said like New Japan wanted to give them money. They didn't want to take it from them. Yep. Ring of Honor wanted to give them money. They didn't want to take it from them. They yep. said the whole reason we're doing this is because we want to finance it ourselves. We want to do it themselves. Yeah, they had sponsors and everything, but they could have easily been like, okay, 
Ring of Honor, New Japan, give me that money. Exactly. They literally said no. (laughs) They turned down (laughs) free money and free backing from two big companies, two big wrestling companies. They said no. They said we are putting our name, our money, everything we have behind this because we believe in ourselves and we believe that we can do this. And they did it. And And that's awesome. You even hear Jericho, he's one of the greatest of all time, saying that he he has more merchandise in WWE ever since he's like left that he's not even there. And his percentage is like 000.5, 000.2, 15% on this item, 30% on this item. And the Young Bucks are owning all their merch. They, and they get make it all. all their money. They make their most money on the YoungBucksMerch.com that they run out of their own house. Just like we have this podcast in the crib. And in we're the doing cave. all in the cave. <laughs> doing our own thing. You see what I'm saying? Like they broke down barriers and shit. They're doing the same shit. Selling merch. What? Pat can sell merch. Casey can sell merch. I can sell merch. Whoever's listening can sell merch. Whoever listening can sell any item, any product. You see what I'm saying? If you build up your your base direct to consumer, and you believe in if, yourself, if you believe in yourself, if you take your dream and vision and turn it to a brand, these guys were were jobbers. He lost Matt lost a match to the Big Show, got put through a table, dressed up, they impersonated DX. To ten years later, Triple H just want to sign them. Vince want to sign them. And they don't want to sign because they're making too much money on their own. They built an empire. You can't discredit that just because of what happened in the 80s or what happened in the 90s. This has never been done before. You see what I'm saying? We loved it. We loved back then. But why can't we pay attention to what's going on right here, right now? Because they transcend pro wrestling. It, it Rolling Stones cover everything they do now. And that was before Cody got there. And Cody brought more eyes and more ears to the product as well because his fan base came over with him. And he Mm -hmm. transcended into being a main eventer now being on the indies. He wouldn't have been able to do this under Vince. You see what I'm saying? Once Vince hears that they sold out 10,000, he's going to know exactly who they are if he doesn't know who they are already, which I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Even Kenny Omega... Like, we are in America. People have a chance to see, another chance to see uh, New Japan talent, just for that. The more exposure, it's like like what we talked about before, the more exposure they get, the bigger it's going to get. A lot of people didn't know anything about this, Mm -hmm. even a year ago. Right. Really, if you think about it, just them getting... Like, when we talked previously about them getting into Hot Topic, guess what? That was huge, because there's a whole different group of people that go in a hot topic that might not watch wrestling they just think that's a cool shirt that gets them in the door then they start figuring out well who is the bullet club yep who are the young bucks yeah yep. i would say and if guess i wasn't a wrestling fan i think the bullet club shirts are hot I yeah one. i would Absolutely. too it's kind of like back in the day when i was younger like in high school and the bmx like dirt bike scene was really cool i had all, all that kind of stuff like when skateboarding was really cool in the x games everybody I didn't even, like, know people's names, but I was buying, like, I know I had a Metal Militia shirt. I couldn't even name you one person. And I think Brian yeah. Deegan. I think one dude, Brian Deegan was one of them. And I had the Metal Militia shirt. You know? You know what I'm saying? Too much metal for too much metal for one hand, I think, was, was their logo or their tag. But you just like the way it looks. It's a exactly. cool, it's a cool looking shirt. And, and guess what? Like, From there, I found, I started, like, yeah. going and watching more yeah. stuff like that. 
Yeah, like when I got exposed to like WCW, it didn't really pique my interest because I started seeing what like Stone Cold was doing. So it was like, oh, I was more drawn to Stone Cold and then it kind of was like a slower pace on um, WCW to me. Like in the main event, heavyweight picture over here, you had The Rock, you had Undertaker, you had Kane, you had all these different people. So once I got exposed to it and I was seeing 316 everywhere and I was just like, well, what the fuck is that? You know, and then, and then it was like, yeah, then you're like, <laughs> oh shit, it's, all, it's Stone Cold. Oh, I'm putting two together. Like, oh, I just started liking this because this was part of that product but I didn't really know too much over there because NWO was the shit you know what I mean but Stone Cold I just like Stone Cold as a whole like a little bit better he's a little bit more entertaining to me because I didn't know what the fuck he was going to do and he was by himself but I seen his t-shirts before then just like it's people that go to Hot Topic that don't watch wrestling that buy all that freaky shit in there and then they pass the shirts and see something that they like think about how many people buy banned t-shirts just because they like the way they look I know I do. Exactly. Like, yeah. Think about, like, yeah. I've, I think at least probably everybody listening to this podcast, anybody that's ever, like, gone in there, you've gone in and bought a shirt just because it looked cool. Yeah. And it was probably a band you didn't even know it. And, like, you didn't even know yeah, any of their yeah, songs. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. Going to Hot Topic, you can do that, too. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. those shirts are not only, like, they're they're cool looking, man. Yeah, Especially, like, the logos that they come up with, the Young Bucks, the LIJ shirts, yeah. the Kenny Omega, they all... And that's the thing. Kenny Omega has like twelve different shirts. Lij is getting there a and lot they're now. Right there with WWE, even them and having right the pop there, dolls, even them being Matt, the first. They have more. The yeah. the most recent time I went into Hot Topic, there was twice as many <laughs> Bullet Club New Japan shirts as WWE. Right. The last time I went in, and that was like six months. Not and then six, they, that was like three months. And then they'd be so. I'd be seeing people with night tool shirts on, and I'd be looking yeah. like, "Do you really know who you should look at? Like? <laughs> you do not look like you watch professional wrestling. Like, you don't look like you have the network to be watching like Naito. Like, I'm sorry, you might watch just WWE, but do you really? But the simple fact that they all New Japan stars Naito, uh, Chris Jericho got a show. I mean, I got a shirt. It's like. That whole shit started with the with the with the Bucks with outside of like the as far as the New Japan, they were the first try. They tried for like one month and then they added Kenny and then they added everybody in Bullet Club. Then they added uh, you know, Naito, other people. That gave Naito another check in his pocket. You don't see how like that's beneficial. You put food on this man, like giving him another opportunity, like it, it's just crazy. Like Paige was a dope wrestler, but if he wasn't if he didn't join being an elite, he wouldn't have the celebrity. I was just talking to you out there. Flip was wrestling in New Jersey last year. Now he's on being an elite. Like he's a he's a fucking celebrity. People like book flip, book flip. Like he's a star overnight. You know what I mean? And shout out to all the indie uh, shows. We are coming. Wrestle Cave, we are coming to your shows. We're planning. Anywhere. We're planning a tour. We're coming. If you know, if you're out there, you're listening, and you know any um indie promotions in your around your area and you want us to come check them out. Let us know because we want to get out there. Maybe do a live show with you. Maybe you can live be show, on yep. the Cave Cast. Yeah, I don't know. The Cave Travels. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. How do you feel about it, Pat? Like, how do you feel about everything that's going on with All In? Like, did you did you think they were going to sell out as fast as they did, or did you think they were going to sell out or not? Because Dave challenged them, and then Cody took on the challenge. So I thought they would sell out. I did not expect it to be as fast as it was. I thought at least within a business day or so, they would have sold out the show. So. I think that that's phenomenal. And the fact that they they didn't accept outside funding from large backers really is a testament to them and their ability to promote themselves and what and what they believe in. You know, they literally went all in with this, and I can't give anything but props to them for that. Facts. I agree. I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I, 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 I just can't. I, I'm still blown away by it. Okay. And even when, no, what, what are you gonna go with? What? I'm gonna ask you this. Ask me. Pro Wrestling Tees is having an event. Yes. Yes. I saw. CM Punk. CM, CM Punk, Punk is gonna be there. Yes. Do you think him and Kenny face off? Could there could be a face off, but I don't. I, I don't think there will be any physical thing with CM Punk just because he's he's fighting in UFC coming yeah. up. He has a he has a fight coming up, so Dana Dana's not gonna let him do it. Right. Oh, I do definitely definitely think there's a possibility he will be in the ring though. Yeah. Whether he does anything beyond that, I do think there's a possibility he could be there and be in the ring. If he does show up and do a standoff, that place will become unglued. <laughs> yeah. He's in there in Chicago. That in would Chicago. like break the sound barrier. <laughs> if Vince doesn't know who they are. He, will. he knows now. <laughs> oh, he knows now, but he will fucking. He already sure knows, knows for sure. Uh, just for them having their deal, getting their deal from people wearing their shirts at Mania. One, yeah, yeah. One last thing about that whole thing, because <clears throat> I've been seeing like people debating it online about the tickets and the ticket sales, and if people uh-huh. are just gonna buy it and resell it, and the thirty-minute thing. And then I've been seeing all the reports. Again, it's the internet, so who knows. But I've gone on to like StubHub, and there's not as many tickets for All In as there <laughs> is for a SummerSlam show coming up. <laughs> there's about a lot more many times. <laughs> I would say thousands more. And they're selling for, they're selling for two grand on a floor. That is the other thing that amazed me. Because yeah. I was like, oh, okay, it's sold out, but... Let's look right now. I'm, I'm going to go on. Continue. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, okay, it'll it's sold out. But, like, I'm going to go on StubHub. There's going to be so half the place is going to be resell, upsell, like, double the price. Yeah. You go on there. There's some. It's, eight t- it's uh, hold on. Wait a minute. Where is it at? There's some on there, but not it's five. not that many. Nah. It's less than a 1000 it's yeah. five. It's five hundred left. Five hundred. Five hundred. And they're starting at two hundred dollars. And go, and that's for, <laughs> for StubHub, bleeds. right? On yeah, StubHub, go on and check SummerSlam right two, now. Two fourteen is uh, two hundred. Uh, uh, one lower level, it's three hundred. I'm sorry, four hundred. Uh, for the floor, I know the is... floor seats. the The highest was I think one fifty, ticket, and the lowest was twenty eight, I believe. They're up to so that's a reasonable to reasonable show too. Oh, yeah. Reasonable price show. You're up to fifteen hundred. You said okay, so it's five hundred and seventy eight left on all in SummerSlam. How yeah. much? How much does the Barclays Center hold? Like fifteen thousand or something like that. They both I probably. Think they go, I think they say about eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand. Because I think that's the number they touted for um, Takeover Brooklyn, the very first one. You think SummerSlam? It's three years ago, so my when is SummerSlam in August? There's yeah. four thousand. <laughs> really? Four thousand one hundred and twelve. Think about that. <laughs> it's a lot. I need to know how many it holds. I need to know the exact number. I think it's like twelve thousand. No, oh, oh, total. Well, once you tarp everything off, it would probably be oh, around twelve. Yeah. yeah, once you tarp everything off, it would be about twelve thousand. Twelve to thirteen, I would guess. So we think about that. That's like a quarter of a quarter of it's on StubHub. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous if you think about it, but just from that alone, you see how high in demand this ticket is. Yeah, I mean nobody, not that there's not a huge number of people reselling this because people mm-hmm. want to be there. You know and, what I mean? People want to be there. And I don't 
lend any real credence to the fact that these tickets go on resale, that they uh, are less successful for that. 19,000. Uh, 19. So only nine more thousand than they did on the indies. Yeah. By themselves. Or I can't even say the indies. Just them three. Yep. <laughs> no, it's all it's all good. So they did they did what they set out to do. They they sold the they sold the tickets that that were originally print out uh, put out. What anybody does with them after the fact, that's on the person who purchased them. But they succeeded in filling the venue with that amount of tickets, and that's that. Hey, hey, Pat, let me ask you a question. So you watch like WCW back in the day, right? Uh not not do a you, lot of it. Do you remember? Do y'all remember when you know NWO? Had their own angle when they were against WCW. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, so when there was they a did, video game. So when they, so when there they, was a whole video NWO <laughs> versus so, WCW. I had it. So who? It was NWO versus WCW. Yeah, the video so, game. So, so who funded that video game? WCW. WCW. Okay, so when who funded did, NWO sold out? So, so WCW. Is that your point? If you want to get Ted Turner funded it. And so Ted Turner funded their pay per view. Yeah. And so so Ted, who's Ted Turner? <laughs> the the guy who lost lost everything once some AOL and Time Warner murder. <laughs> so he was so he was the owner. So was yeah. so, so yeah, was he was the owner of Turner Broadcasting and you know the um, big daddy for WCW. So so it was his money. Yes. So he funded that. Big Papa. Yep. Who funded Cody Show? Cody, the Young Bucks. <laughs> so that. Who funded Ted Turner? Who who Ted Turner funded? He funded the show. Yeah, the, the NWL show. Yes. Ted Turner is a the he was the machine at the time. Yes. So, so basically, so basically, what we're saying is, <laughs> ding ding ding, <laughs> Bucks win, Bucks win, Cody wins, Cody wins. And yo, bro. Like, anyway, and, 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 and I'm not man. talking about this no more. <laughs> all right, all right. No, I get your thought. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just, just letting them know. Pat, let them know, Pat. They want to know what you think. The people wanted you here, Pat. Let them fucking know what you think. They want you here, Pat. They want you here, Pat. Take it for what it's worth. But yeah, Eric Bischoff has gone on to say that there even there's no real WCW fun. That it would it was just all flat out out of Turner. So yeah. Yeah. So there was so it was hard to track how how much WCW is actually being monetized. Yeah, if you think because about it. it was just okay, we got a hundred million dollars in this and just throw it in our pot and we'll throw some more back in mm-hmm. periodically to produce the show. Yeah, <laughs> we'll definitely like stay. We'll 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 throw out some more facts as this keeps rolling because we still got a few months till this gets going. There's gonna be probably a lot more going on. I know that they're doing like yeah. a whole weekend thing. Like, and the, oh, oh yeah. By the way, by the way, this is the last thing I'm gonna say. Uh, the hotels they had to book two hotels because the first hotel sold out. Yep. People were flying from all over to book their hotels, <laughs> and they had to book right. another hotel. This sounds about right. Because <laughs> they're making it a weekend. They had like like it's it's, it's star like Starcast is like yeah Starcast is Starcast gonna be is like WrestleCon podcast like, row and shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you better get down there. Ace. How y'all how y'all feel about Raw this week? Like. I know, I know Pat said something about Bobby Lashley. <laughs> so, uh, if WWE's plan wants to get Bobby Lashley's sisters over, they <laughs> succeeded <laughs> because the crowd was chanting for them during his match. <laughs> uh, and I'll save my other comparison to Bobby Lashley for uh, SmackDown when we get there. You want, uh, we can start there. You want to start with Bobby Lashley? You want to start with the main event? 
I mean, we finally get a little bit of sh- shaping up of the money in the bank because um, Kevin Owens pulling double duty just like Seth pulled double duty last week. Mm-hmm. I like when they do that kind of stuff every yeah. now and then because mm-hmm. it's not just like, oh, okay, I'm on my three-hour show for 10 minutes and now I'm mm-hmm. gone. And now we got to see like some filler segment with nobody that's ever going to be in a storyline that's relevant ever. <laughs> so I like seeing Kevin Owens pull double duty this week. I like seeing Seth Rollins pull double duty last week. Mm-hmm. Not only that, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, Seth stole the show again yeah. with Kevin Owens this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Workhorse taking on the big guns mm-hmm. every week. The I mean, yeah. Mr. Monday, Monday, Monday night. night, Monday Night Rollins. But no, I think it, I think I, re- I really enjoyed this week. We had a couple couple new things shape up we had the b team b team the b team assemble baby Bo and axel i know ace i don't know how you feel about it but i know me and pat love it i, I like the fact that their facial expressions when they got the wig yes, <laughs> yes that was good that was good <laughs> i'm just glad to see them be able to like break out of them like pat was saying we were, we were talking about before pat was saying they're finally able to break out of the miz's shadow mm-hmm. which i think is cool and they get a different name instead of because i was wondering how long they were going to keep the miz Tourage name now that the Miz is over on SmackDown, I I think keep them winning, but like keep them away from the title picture. Have them keep chasing it, and it's funny like when they get a shot, like something happens. Like I don't know. I I feel like they're a good comedic team, but they also like don't forget these two guys can wrestle. Oh, yeah. I mean, Bo Dallas was NXT champion. Yeah. If I believe, Curse Axel was Intercontinental champion, wasn't yes, he? Yes, he was. I mean, these are guys that can go. Mm-hmm. So. Don't do too much humor to the fact that they end up in Breezango world where you can't <laughs> you can't ever give them anything, you know what I mean? And people are never gonna take them credible again. I mean, you these guys can go. Like these that. guys can go. And I really like I really like I mean they're they Pat, we were talking. They've been together since the social outcast days. They've been around going through a lot together. They've been together. Their chemistry shows they put the time they, in. They put the work in. They are a team. Let this team go for a while. Don't break them up. Don't have them do any little funky stuff. Like let this team grow in jail before our eyes. Cause I love I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I just hate the name, but I, I do fuck with them though. I'm happy with <laughs> the B team. <laughs> like Well, I mean, they've always been the B team if yeah. you think about it. It's 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 um it it's self-deprecating. Exactly. They've always been like the second, like the forgotten sons, pretty much. I mean, mm-hmm. they they were the social outcasts, like I said before. I mean, they've tried to piece them in with Paul. They tried to piece Axel in with Paul Heyman. Didn't work. They tried a couple things with Bo. I mean, Bo really never got out of the gate, to be honest with you. No. He, that, that failed right away. But, I mean, these guys can... They have chemistry together. And if you let that go against a good team, like if you... If you put him against his brother and Matt, like that, that'll be some interesting character piece. If you put them back on the Wyatt compound, I hope they start getting that back in together because then that tag team division starts looking pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I know they, they do. Especially they do need uh, some tag team. Uh, tag well, team. not after what I'm about to say. Especially after Drew and Dolph got a huge win this week, mm-hmm. taking on Braun and Finn. Drew's a star. Yes, he is. I don't. I don't know what else to say. Every man, like that whole ring. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah I, I'm pretty sure I said it last week. It, when I first saw Drew and Dolph, I was kind of like, huh. But oh, ever we since, all were. ever since then, they've delivered week after week, and I'm I'm fully behind them. You know? yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if it means they get they get a title shot soon, sometime soon. I'm. Like, 
Well, that was the win they needed because it made them a little bit bigger. It shows that they can not only go against tag teams, but they can go against the top guys well, he went in on there, the brand. He stood across from, you know what I mean, Braun. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and he said, I've been waiting for you, big fella, or something like that. that. Yeah. He said something like that. He's like, I've been waiting for this big fella. And Braun sat there. He didn't back down. Of course, Braun's not going to back down from anybody. Yeah. But yeah. I, I was saying my favorite part was when... <laughs> When he picked, when Braun picked Finn up, slammed him on top of, I think it was Dolph, and Finn's rolling around on the ground like his ribs are hurt, and Braun's like, he's like, get up, you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Like, stuff like that is what makes Braun get over so much more than just, like, the destruction and, like, beating Roman Reigns down and, like, everything else he does. Like, the little one-liners he zings in there, like, the ones he had, like, the, sorry, the whole segment he had with Elias where he was on the base and broke the base just from playing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, little stuff that Braun does like that. That's what makes stars. Yeah, for sure. Like, they're bigger than just entertaining you inside the ring. Yeah, their character. Their character, exactly. And not only, like, just with their words, but their actions. Just the stuff Braun does. And now, it just now it captivates they, people. Did Braun get himself over or did they get him over? Because why can't they do this with everyone? Why is it particularly Braun or someone over the next person? Like, I why isn't Bobby Roode the same? I just think Bobby Bobby Roode's miscast entirely. I, I think that's the main reason why people don't get behind him. Mm-hmm. So he, he's meant to be an arrogant asshole. especially which, which he was in NXT, and then they brought him up and totally flip-flopped him. Backs. Why? Just because the music is over. That's all it is. But, the music... The and then there are crickets once the music turns off. Exactly. He was so good when he was a heel, and it was his NXT. Yeah. Like that Bobby heel Bobby Roode is best Bobby Roode. Awesome Bobby Roode. I mean, he. The face thing. He's he's exactly what you said. He's he's a theme song. Mm-hmm. He's a catchphrase. He's glorious. As soon as he's done doing glorious, he's, that's it. Like yeah. everything Pat said. Like that is it. There's yeah. nothing else to him, and even the storylines he's been involved in. There hasn't been much to them. I mean, if you look at his feud with Randy Orton, there wasn't really anything to that. Him and Jinder and Bobby Roode and Randy Orton, they're all just they were just there. There was no character development, storyline development. They all were just pretty much interrupting each other and giving each other their finishes at the end mm-hmm. of matches. And yeah. swapping the US title. And swapping the US title for a month, pretty much, yeah. I mean, if you want someone to get invested a little bit more you need a little something else and a heel turn for Bobby Roode would be perfect right now what do you think would be perfect for the revival oh god in in my (laughs) strong opinion I think going back to NXT is (laughs) not not that they need to go too developmental but just get they both had injuries that kept them off TV more or less for a year they just got nothing going on they at all, at all. No, so they. I think they, they should have them How? just go back down. How? How, Pat? It's no division there. The, I just don't get. Like, I get that they've gotten hurt. Like, one got hurt when they they kind of tried to push them with the new day. Remember the when they came out their first. I think it was their debut. They came yeah, out debut. against the new day. They kicked over the ice cream cart, and then it was like, okay, revival's here. I think a week later, two weeks later, got hurt. Yep. They came back again. Same thing. They pushed him a little bit, got hurt. I think they might just be afraid to start pushing him again because their matches in NXT when they were with AOP, when they were with DIY, those were all good matches. 
American Mayo? Alpha. American Alpha, yeah. Why? Let Why? them start. Let them start off. Put let put them in the ring with Fandango because Fandango doesn't need to ever win. Or Fandango and, and Breeze, Breezango. They don't need to ever win. They're always going to be entertaining because people like them. Mm-hmm. Let them. I know that Fandango and Breezango can wrestle. Let the four of them put on a little, a little 10, 15 minute match on a Raw because we have three hours. Let these guys show what they can do. We've seen it in NXT. I know these guys are good. I've seen it with my eyes. Give them the opportunity. Do you think that... Is it... I'm trying to think. Is it a reason why people get to the main roster and they get injured? Do you think it's because these dates, this schedule is probably the most aggressive schedule they ever had? Is, is that one of the reasons why? Because it seems like people go through the indies... Get to NXT, pop off NXT, and get to the fucking main roster and get hurt, bro. Finn is a fucking prime example. It's just like, you know, the Revival, too. Both of them got injured. I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. that schedule definitely makes you a lot more prone to injury because you're re- you're exposed to injury probably two to three times more than anyone else regulin- re- Yeah wrestling two maybe three times a weekend mm-hmm. they're wrestling what five days a week mm-hmm. plus they're traveling yeah. they don't get the time to rest their body that sleep and relaxation you need it does do a lot for your body it does help your muscles um get back to where they need to be that is something that kind of is overlooked a little bit they do need that rest and relaxation to get back to where they are 100 percent. all that does factor in but also sometimes it's just bad luck man <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just have bad luck. You know what I mean? What do you think, Pat? I'll, I agree with Casey on all the points he just made. I, I don't think there's any single one thing that caused And I think with Finn specifically, that, that was more a freak accident. It, yeah. Nothing to do with the schedule. Yeah. Yeah, yeah thanks, Seth. Yeah, my man, but... Seth oh, Rollins' fault. He's killing I, people with the fucking... <laughs> yeah, you look how much... Shout out to Marcellus for that. Right. Here's my thought. Since they did the brand split, that was a perfect opportunity to be able to decrease their schedules a little bit. Mm-hmm. They wrestle. The, why do they have to wrestle? Have a Monday night show when there's Raw on? People don't. Don't you want people at home watching Raw? Why is point, Monday night? Casey. Huh. Good point. Casey. Why is Monday night Raw have a show when Tuesday night SmackDown's on? Shouldn't you want people to be at home watching SmackDown? Why don't you have Monday, and then you have? Your weekend shows, and then whatever. They each get one other day. You can make it so that the schedule's a little bit less on these people. I mean... Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Sometimes I feel like they are just exposing them and overexposing them as much as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know that's what they're trying to do to make a buck, but I mean, I feel like there's a little bit of way you can still put on five, six shows a week. You have two different rosters. You can't tell me they can't wrestle three here, three there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're going to save your guys. In the long run, and it's going to make for a better programming, in my opinion. Do you do you think this? I guess. Did I hear cheers from for uh, gender? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I, Wait, what did, did excuse me? Excuse me. Did I not say this last week? Yeah. Did I, I not say last that. week that Jinder Mahal would get cheered against Roman Reigns? Someone was saying, "No way in hell," and I said, "You watch, you watch." Jinder Mahal. It had to be Roger Black because I don't disagree. Pro- I, it probably was, but I'm telling you, man. Like I saw this coming. Oh, like 
It's Roman Reigns, man. Like, nobody, yeah. you're not going to get overwhelming cheers for him. Nine t- nine cities out of ten that you go to, he's going to get majority of booze. And I don't care who you put him up against, even mm-hmm. if it is gender. And gender, I've actually been liking a lot re- recently. I've talked about. Yeah, he's he's a mid-card guy, and he's where he should be. He's where he should be, and he's he's able to put on good mid-card matches with the likes of Jeff Hardy and them that he's been doing. Even Chad Gables of the world, like those matches he's been putting on over the past month since he's been brought over to Raw, he's been doing all right. And I wouldn't have minded seeing him in the Money in the Bank match because he adds a little bit of a different element. Um, If he got that briefcase, that would be kind of interesting. But you know what? I'm not upset with Kevin Owens in there right now. I'll tell you that much. How do you feel about Alexa Bliss being in the Money in the Bank match? for the title and beating Mickey James and Bailey, it appears that that why wouldn't Bailey be in this contest or are they going to swerve us because she just was champion? I th- I think of uh, go ahead Pat, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I frankly not just because I'm a, a Mickey James mark, I would have gone with Mickey James in this. Hey, give the woman something to do. She's she's earned it, and Alexa's been in the championship picture on. Raw and SmackDown for the last year and a half. And I think they said she's been in every pay-per-view title match for whichever championship she's a uh, brand she's on. So for two just, years almost. Yeah, so <laughs> give give you know, throw Mickey a freaking bone. Give her something to do besides, you know, just stand there and, you know, do nothing. Yeah. But I think what you said hit the nail on the head. She's been in the title picture for the past two years on both shows. That is why she won the, the match. That's what they're put. They're gonna book her as from here on out. I mean, she's been one of the top women for the past two years. She was the first one to win both the Raw and women's titles, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, Raw and SmackDown women's titles. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, she's been booked strong. I mean, look, she has been the top star on Raw in the women's division before this past shakeup. Before Ron- before Ronda came, I mean. That's what they're gonna do. They're gonna put her in there, especially the way they've been booking Bailey. I, I didn't. I didn't see Bailey winning that. Um, would I like Alexa or Mickey to win? Absolutely. That, like you said, she deserves it. She's been there. How many times has she won that title? She's a six times. Six champion. times. Yeah. Winner. I mean, I would give her, give her to her, but I mean, it maybe in, just to win. in a different in a different setting with someone else in that match, probably. But with Alexa in there, I probably would have gave Alexa the edge. You throw, I don't know any one of the riot squad in there to take Alexa's place then yeah I would definitely pick Mickey for that but I just think that it's Alexa. for it's for up and coming talent I think that's what it should be utilized uh, for um, I don't think that especially someone like her she was just champion you know she was who who's a who's someone that can really benefit from that and how would that really work you know what I mean or, or will it or here's a flip question does it even matter because they want to jump the fucking gun and make Rhonda face Nia immediately, and this woman hasn't had a singles match yet? Just jump the line? How you feel, Pat? Okay, so when the match was first announced on Facebook, I kind of had that, what, what happened to the whole, I'm not jumping ahead of anybody. Mm-hmm. I want to earn my place here. However, mm. I do give them credit. They at least they addressed it on Raw. She 
initially tried to decline the challenge, citing this, those same exact reasons. I think there are other women who have earned this more than I have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ultimately, I said, you know, I'm challenging you. So it, I'm not totally bothered by it. And I think this match is more to set up an angle, whether it's, you know, even though it was only, it's only been a month, Natalia, you know, turns on Ronda, and then they give... You know, Natalia, the, t- the time to work with Rhonda for a few months mm-hmm. just to you know, get Rhonda's feet wet. Right. There's n- nobody better than Natty for that job. Makes sense. I like that. Casey. No pun intended on job, by the way. I like that. <laughs> I, I, I've been, I'm going to keep my pace, is what I've been saying all along with Rhonda Rousey. Let's see what happens. From the moment she stepped in, what did I tell you, Ace? Give her a shot. Give her a shot. I gave her a shot. You, and you still don't like her. I know you. I didn't know. say I didn't like her. <laughs> I know I just, she's. I know she's I just, had one match, but in my my opinion, which doesn't matter anyway, <laughs> my opinion, I think that she has done a good job with everything they've given her. Does she smile too much? Absolutely. No, but she turns it on and off. Yes, so I, I don't mind. She it. turns it on and off when she has to be that killer that stone cold killer like she has to get in there and deliver that armbar her face turns to, directly to resting bitch face mm-hmm. and then she's gonna fuck somebody up do i want her to smile a little less sure but she's doing it right right now like you said she can turn it on she can turn it off is it a little early probably but who knows we don't know what the outcome of this match is going to be right you know what i mean something could happen i, hope, could I hope that i hope she doesn't win and i'm gonna tell you why you don't build up she will you don't build up Nia Jax to be this monster as far as in the ring and then have her turn face and just throw the strap on her then and we don't even understand. Like she acted like she's like like a fucking uh wildebeest or some type of shit like that. Like <laughs> like she's acting like she's she, not like she's most girls. Like, yeah. yeah, like yo, you're pretty, you know what I'm saying? You're beautiful, you know what I mean? You're not the cookie cutter shape, you you know. You're a little bit over than what society would want you to be, but society always... Who the fuck cares about society and what they think? You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, like, you're a beautiful woman, so... And I only said I felt as though she needed to lose some weight just because I wanted her to be able to add to her moveset and do something a little bit differently. Why is Lars so dope? He's big as fuck, but he's in shape. Like, he does shit that someone his size shouldn't be able to do, pause, and the same yes. thing with uh with Braun Strowman. It's like, why do we really respect him now? How did he gain our respect? He dropped some weight, he shaved the fucking size of his head, and he added some moves to his fucking moveset and started doing shit mm-hmm. and started using the running as part of his gimmick. When he's run- who the fuck would, like, yo, if you've seen Braun, if Braun was running at you, would you, exactly, you see what I'm saying? So it's just like, I felt like they could have did that with her, but outside of that, she makes it seem like she's like, you know, well, I'm sticking up for people that bully on people, and you don't gotta do this, that, and third. Like, yo, we fuck, we want you to fuck people up. Like, we don't want you out there talking about that. Like, like if you're gonna be a face, be a face. Just be the type of face that changes uh, their opponents that they're going after, not actually changes their character. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you were going to put the belt on her, I felt like you should have put the belt on her when she was a fucking hill. Like, we know she was a hill. Now that you turned her face, you made her champion. It's only been like three weeks. She only defended the belt one time. And now you put her against Ronda, someone that got a fucking fan base, someone that has the momentum, someone that has that it factor, that is a star, regardless of what she's done in WWE, which she hasn't done much in WWE. She's a star, you know what I mean? So if you put her in that situation, 
I could see WWE taking the stretch. Like if I hope she doesn't win, but if she wins, I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? You doing that, then what? Ronda's going to be what Ronda's going to be. SummerSlam wasn't going to be sold out just solely on who Ronda was facing. See what I'm saying? It wasn't that Ronda has to face for the title for them to sell out SummerSlam. No, it wasn't the case. She could have faced anybody. We would have seen it and wanted to see it because it's fucking Ronda Rousey. You know what I'm saying? And this is our second time or third time or fourth time in the ring. You know what I mean? If you take the belt off of her, you kill her as a talent. Me personally. I feel like she's going to go back, but she's not going to be. She's not going to be the same. Alright, you know what I really want to know? So there's been Brock Lesnar. He's been beating Roman Reigns for a while now. There's no uh, nobody else that's really there to challenge him. He's beat Samoa Joe. He's beat Braun Strowman. He's beat everybody. But the hottest guy on Raw right now is Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Seth Monday Night Rollins. Death. Burn it down, Rollins. Seth so, to the death. my question to you is do you think there will be a match between said Brock Lesnar and said Seth Rollins in the near future do you think we're building towards that Pat I think I think we are since he's kind Seth has kind of gone the Roman route on Twitter and basically or actually even on Monday Night Raw Talking about the fact that you know he's the champion here, fighting and defending every night, mm-hmm. while you know Brock's wherever Brock is. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Saskatchewan, to be specific. Saskatoon. Yep. Anyway, but I don't think it will be like a SummerSlam or anything like that. Maybe the whatever the July pay per view is this year. I don't think they'll give him one of like the big four, so to speak, with Brock. Just because I just don't think the powers that be see Seth the same way we do, right? Yeah, not necessarily. You don't think they do? They've been putting him out there every week. I mean, in these big matches, giving him all this time, you don't think they see him the same way we do at this point? They have to, bro. I mean, I, I mean they see value in him. I'm not, I'm not saying they don't see any value in him. I'm just always a skeptic when it comes to the smaller guys. With Brock Le- and in, in comparison to Brock Lesnar from you know, a political standpoint, I guess. Yeah. It's just, it's hard for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was that guy once before. I mean, there's no saying he can't get there again. He's on the yeah. path to it. Right. I mean, he's right hot- now. He's the hottest he, he's he been since before he got injured. I was just saying, screw Roman, make Seth the guy, you know what I mean? I mean, he's got all the momentum. <laughs> he's me. there, you know what I mean? he's, again, for the third week in a row, putting on a great Intercontinental... Well, maybe not yeah. not third week in a row because there was a Mojo match in there, but... It was the best match of Mojo's career. It, it was the best match of Mojo's career. You're right. But, I mean, week after week, he is the guy on the show. Let Last week, he pulled double duty. This week, a phenomenal match against Kevin Owens, which... That curb stomp when Kevin was getting back in the ring was a pretty good. Oh, way. that was awesome! I, I, I it was I good to get a different that. way to do it. You know <laughs> what I mean? A fucking Falcon Arrow. Oh, on the yes, apron. on the apron. Wow, oh. what the fuck is going on right now? That oh. had to hurt, man. What is going yeah. on right now? Why are and, you doing this? And why when, are you acting like this? When Kevin reversed the uh, suplex off the top rope into his little fisherman thing. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, that was another good move. 
I love they it. They had solid. That was just a solid match from two good. I, like I want to see more of that every week. I hope Seth just keeps bringing more people out every week to put on matches like this. Yeah. This is the best. I want Sammy down, next week. Since the John Cena one. I want Sammy next week. Who? Let's do that. Let's rank. Who's the next challenger? I'm, who do you think? I'm picking. Uh, I'm picking Sammy, Zayn. I want Chad Gable. Oh. You want Chad Gable? All right. <laughs> who you got, Ace? Damn, they both good picks. Jinder. I don't want to say. I don't want to say the same. I don't want to say the same ones. You're saying they are great picks. Jinder Mahal. Oh. The modern day. Well, they can reference their history because they competed in the finals for the very first NXT champion. They did. Oh, you think he can just get a pat fast? Pat He could give Jinder a good match. Jinder's right. been putting on okay matches recently. Oh, shit. Give Jinder a little bit of credit. I've liked what he's done since he's come over to Raw. He's all right. My man's doing okay. I'm, I'm behind you, Jinder. I I I see Jinder. That that Chad Gable shit. That 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 that, that would be I a good one. That. that would be a really good. I want him to get. Wait 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 wait. Oh, you got one. Wait, ready, wait, ready, wait, ready, ready, ready. Jason Jordan. <laughs> yes. 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 Jason Jordan. I want. Yo, I'm no. okay with that. Well, that, actually, do you think that's how their this whole thing is leading up to eventually? Uh -huh. Maybe. That's a good. That's a that's a good pick because maybe Ooh. they're doing this whole open challenge and eventually, oh, who is it? A couple months down the road, Ooh. Jason Jordan. That would be a good yeah. good way to bring him back. Or, that's good. Or keep that storyline. What if Gable Dean? What if? What if? What if Gable came out and was about to beat Seth until Jordan. Jason Jordan, Jordan returned. And then and Jason then Jordan was about to beat him, and then Dean Ambrose comes in, <laughs> and then Fatal Four, all ta former tag team partner Fatal Four Way. Yeah, that's a. Or I I I never considered that idea, but I I really like that. Yeah. Which one? The Fatal Four Way. Or Gable Jordan. Or Dean, Seth, Seth keeps winning. That could happen. Seth keeps winning. Gable comes out. I mean, Seth, is, Seth either beat him or Jason Jordan returns, calls him that. They got a few. Seth keeps beating other people. Next thing you know, Brock said, I heard that bullshit you was talking about. What's up? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> SummerSlam, what up? You know what I mean? And next thing you know, uh, Seth, Seth is, you know, selling for Brock. And then you were thinking he about to get Brock. And then here comes Dean, sabotage it up. Because he probably had a better match with Brock than he had at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he went and became Monday Night Rollins without him. He went and got a tag team partner without him. He went and let him join the Shield without him. You know, that could happen. What if we keep this interesting every week? First week. <laughs> first week we get Chad Gable. All right. Put on a great match. Uh -huh. Seth Rollins. Good, good job, Gable. Good job. You tried. Uh -huh. You tried. Next match. What do we get? Oh, my gosh. It's a returning Jason Jordan. Uh -huh. All right. Another solid match. Good try. Tag team partner Jason Jordan. Good try. Mm -hmm. Next match. Who do we get? Oh, my God. It's my former brother from the Shield. It's Dean Ambrose. Yeah. We're brothers. We fought, we feuded over the WWE Championship. Yeah. This is going to be a hard-fought battle. But See you later, Dean. Wash my hands of that. Seth beat him. Now. We get to him one one Monday night where Ooh, Seth has like beat everybody. Seth's issuing an intercontinental open challenge. And who do we get? Brock Lesnar. Mm. Hmm. 
That's how you get Brock Lesnar. This is how you fantasy book, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is how you make booking great again. That's too many big things happening in a row. Pat started so. off. Oxford and keep, that's how you keep booking all the same shit, but different different versions of it. Either way, that's perfect booking. I think so. That's just because I said it. It's perfect because I said it. That's why. Mm-hmm. But I know. Thank you. They probably, WWE's probably not going to do that. <laughs> they don't. Storytelling is not always their yeah, forte. Right, oh, right, right. oh, you know what I'm happy about? You know what I'm happy about, Ace? What? It looks like Rusev Day is all on the same page. Oh, yeah. Lana, Aiden yeah. English, and Rusev all on the same page. Absolutely. I'm very happy Probably about that. We done, we I am Raw? so happy about I saw, that. That was all the good things. Raw's about. a wrap. Raw's a wrap. I yeah. wasn't even really thinking in terms of going that way. Mm-hmm. I just was thinking about Rusev Day <laughs> and how I heard that, like the week, the week, I think it was the week before when Lana was kind of saying, in in a little innuendo about Aiden English mm-hmm. holding back Rusev, and I was going to be supremely upset if they broke them up. <laughs> I think the three of them together is better than one version of the other two. Do you, you know what I mean? Do you have... I just like the simple fact that he's getting some light. He beat Daniel Bryant. Like you said, you had a rant. You had a rant about it. Oh, if yeah. you didn't hear it, go back watch it. Go back, check it out. Last episode, you know what I mean? Um, cheap plug. Uh, but <laughs> that, um, that shit is, it, is it a I cheap mean, plug of it's your own show? Yeah, I was going to ask. It's just marketing 101. <laughs> but uh, shit, I mean, I'm happy for him. You know what I mean? He got his wife. He got his man there. You know what I mean? He popping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This man, like I said last week, this man has been in high-profile matches week in and week out. He fought Daniel Bryan for the Money in the Bank. He beat Daniel Bryan. He mm-hmm. fought The Undertaker in a casket match. He fought <laughs> he Shinsuke. Yeah, or no, he fought AJ Styles. He's been in. He teamed with Shinsuke and Aiden against AJ, and I forget who their partners were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say so say what you want you know, about you know. Undertaker in the ring these last few years. Uh, the fact of the matter is, he did have a match with him, and that list is going to continue to get shorter. Yep. Yep. So his, for the guys in this generation, like he'll still be, means he'll something. be he'll be one of the few who had a match with the Undertaker. Exactly. Regardless of how you feel about the Undertaker in the ring, his name still means something. <laughs> so you true. and I guess who, and guess who they picked to be in the ring with him? Rusev. Yeah, they tr- They kind of said they were going to switch up and put Jericho in. And guess what? They went back. They said, nope, Rusev. Why? Because he's the most over guy right now, and he deserves it. And he did. And mm-hmm. seeing him and Aiden go into the casket, that was great. At, le- <laughs> At least they were smart enough to switch it back. Yeah. 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 Like, no complaints about my man Jericho, but I wanted the Rusev match. Man. Yeah, so now, did I. It's now, his, it, Jericho's there now. We need that. Now, do you feel as though... Not Jericho, sorry. Rusev's there now. Was this in that. the plan, or was this because Big Cash fucked up? What? Rusev like, winning? Rusev beating Daniel Bryan, or what? Yeah. Because that would have made sense for... Cash is the one of the few, am I right? Then he fucked up. Hmm. Well, that feud's still going. Because if yeah. you watch this week, it's still going. Cass came out. But Daniel Bryan, do you think that was a spot for Cass, knowing how Vince loves? And he beat Daniel Bryan when Cass wasn't even on television the week after this shit yeah. happened. I don't know. Yeah, I think I maybe know. they might have actually just wanted to give <laughs> Rusev the rub. Conspiracy theory ace. Maybe, you want Rusev, maybe they want Rusev to get the rub. And maybe that's why Lana likes Aiden English now. 
Because Rusev did it with Aiden English in his corner. It's all one big thing, you know what I mean? They're all big, one happy family in the Rusev Day household. And it was all because they won. So did without they, Big Cass. Did Big Cass get crucified? Why? Because he beat up that little person? No. Well, I guess, yeah. <laughs> why, why? I thought Daniel Bryan, Bryan chopped him down. Him the other night. Yeah. Chopped him down <laughs> limb by limb. <laughs> Made him tap with no referee. <laughs> like, bro. He's definitely in a fucking doghouse. I think it's just kind of a good spin on, like, you always see the big guy taking on the little guy, and, like, he beats down the little guy. Yeah. You don't usually see the little guy fighting back this quick and getting the one, the upper hand so quick. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's it's something else. Maybe maybe they were just trying to tell the storyline of, oh, Cass beat him down after the match, mm-hmm. so that's why he couldn't win. Maybe they were. Or maybe they just wanted to give Rusev the rub clean. Mm-hmm. Who knew, Who the hell knows anymore? But I, I, I'm definitely not mad that Rusev got a clean win over oh, Daniel no, no, Bryan. No. That's huge for him. No, no, no. I know that I'm saying as far as like oh, no, I know the what you're cash saying. shit. Like, I, I wouldn't look too far into it. Yeah. Not, not, I mean, there's rumors. There was like, I heard somebody say like about the big cast thing. Like he was supposed to just like stop after the kick to the little person <laughs> that he kept hitting him. <laughs> and like that's, and that's why Vince is mad at him. But why, but I mean... You can't be that mad, Vince, because you want him to grab that brass ring. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, if your boss say, yo, don't do that shit. We're going to do it this way. You, you got to anyway. know better. You got to yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it's so maybe it could be. And then, But then he got his punishment this week when Daniel Bryan got him good. Got him real good. And, and just one more thing. Uh, kind of going off of a point you made on last week's show, uh, where your favorite wrestler can't win all the time, mm-hmm. Char- characters like Daniel Bryan, they certainly... They're best when they're up up against odds, and in order to do that, they have to they do have to lose once in a while. Yep. Here, so think a good example is John Cena, in a sixteen time world champion. You cannot tell me he's the ultimate underdog and have me believe you. He's not an underdog. <laughs> I don't care how many people beat him up. <laughs> it's true. He, he wins the pack. majority of his matches. He's sixteen time world champion. That's not an underdog. <laughs> it's just not. So, so, so the, the excitement for characters like Daniel Bryan is all about whatever they're up against or when it comes to the championship. It's all about that chase. Yeah. yeah. WrestleMania, yeah, WrestleMania 30th. Yeah, that's what made it one of the yeah. great story. Because mm-hmm. that whole year he was chasing that title and they were pushing him down, pushing him down. He literally got himself into the, Wrestle- the WrestleMania main event. Ding, 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 ding. Another game of make booking great again. <laughs> now... I have a question. The New Day. Okay. They defeated the bar. And the stipulation was that a member would be the money in the bank. Now, who do you think is winning or going to the money in the bank? And how would you book it? Well, do you want me, you got it or you want me to go? Uh, I and none of this is I, rehearsed. That's why I actually I, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I um, it's gonna be a long shot here, but I actually think they're Vermin Xavier Woods for that spot. Mm, not the way he's thinking. It, he, he's uh, Casey and I were just talking earlier. He's he's actually been taking on a lot of the work in the matches as of late. Where you go back a year, he was usually just on the side playing the trombone. And he'd make a cameo in an occasional tag team match. So I, I think they might be grooming him for that. Because, uh, you know, 
little guy like him, he's good for some spots and ladder matches. So, yeah, I think I think that's where they'll go with it. Uh, you know, and my fallback would always be Biggie, because I think out of the three, um, either way, he has the most single star potential. Mm-hmm. I'm going a different way, Pat. Here's okay. where I'm going. I'm going with the man who has been in Money in the Bank ladder matches before. Mm. A man who has had a lot of memorable moments in ladder matches and in Money in the Bank ladder matches before. A man who always puts moments out there, whether it be a Royal Rumble, whether Mm. it be a ladder match, Mm. a Money in the Bank. Mm. The old man pops Kofi Kingston. Mm. I'm going Kofi. WWE always likes to bring back little things like that, like, oh, Kane's been... In the Royal Rumble this many times and eliminated this many people. Well, Kofi's been in this many ladder matches and done this much stuff. You know what I mean? I feel, I feel like we're going to go Kofi Kingston on this one. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to go with. How about you, Vince? Hmm. I agree with both of you. <laughs> all three. Put them all in. <laughs> I mean, ten man, ten, you know ten man. Good, you know the good thing about it? I'll say this. The, that since y'all t- handled that very well, <laughs> we didn't rehearse that shit. That was I, wait, I have a flip. I haven't flipped the script on this one. What if none of them are in it? What if the three of them can't decide who should be in it? Mm-hmm. So then we get a tag team Money in the Bank ladder match. How about that? Ooh. That's the way we get the tag team in Money. Ooh. How about that? God damn it. They can't decide. So then Paige or whoever goes, okay, fine. We're, we're making a Money in the Bank tag team match. And since you guys won... You get to be in it first. That's what I'm doing. That's fire. Yeah. That, God damn it. And you know what? Let's book that match. I'm Let's book I'm that speech. match. I'm while I'm at it. Since there's, only eight, since there's eight people in the other two matches, there'll have to be eight people, so we'll only go four tag teams. Two Raw, two SmackDown. All right? You follow me? Mm-hmm. Right, I'm going to go with the Revival, because I would love to see them have the yeah, briefcase. And then give me Drew and Dolph Ooh, from Raw. Fuck. And then give me Sanity and The New Day from SmackDown. Or, and going over, I am picking The Revival to go over. Or, well, no, not you. You pick You pick. Who's your four? Who you got, Ace? I would say the two from Raw, like you said, Drew. I would say Dolph. I would say, what else did you say from Raw? I said, said Drew and Dolph, and, and then the I said The Revival. I will go with Revival. I will go with... Uh, you have to go. You have to go. New day, and you have to go. Usos. Okay. And then you have, then you have, uh, you have Sanity debut and fuck all of them up. There you go. And then I guess you'll have the hills, which would be the revival. Climb up there and get that. Yep. And that's how you do it. I would love to see that heel tag team with the money in the bank. That'd be great. And this is how you book. Pat, who you got? What's your teams? Uh, so Raw, I'll go with, I'll go with the Revival, I'll go with Dolphin Drew. That's all they got. <laughs> That's all they got. I mean, there's also bro, the bro. There's also the Authors of Pain, but I yeah. I, I think no. They're I haven't seen them. Else. I haven't seen them in two so, weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not the briefcase holding. <laughs> and and they've also anyway. they've been in a lot of like they've been in ladder matches and war games yeah. matches. Recently, they're not the briefcase so. type holders. Like Braun is not yeah. a briefcase holder type person. Revivals are. Revivals definitely are. That'll be hot. If you're listening out there, WWE, do that shit and cut the check. God damn it. This is about <laughs> checks and championships. 
You know what I mean? I'm gonna my man Booker T. The best thing about fucking Raw, Booker T was on the fucking announcement. <laughs> One time for whoever fucking Pat's got Pat's got to pick his last team. Well, so obviously a uh, new day and mm. so basically we all just disagree on the last team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. So who's your last team, Pat? Who's gonna mm. be Pat? That's where all the teams are, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Pick the right one. <laughs> uh, Musical tag teams on SmackDown. Shit. It's a ghost land okay. over on Raw. You know what? I'll go with Ace on this one. I'll pick the Usos as okay. the final team. All right. I like it. Do you Did you have another fantasy booking or book? Uh, make booking great again? Let me see. Who, who, who's next on the, on the, on the list right here? Now we can talk about, oh, shit. Seeing Amis. Oh, I go. I can make my <laughs> my second point about Bobby Lashley now. Go okay. Ahead. Andrade and Zelina succeeded in doing something on their first night that Bobby Lashley has not since he first came back. God damn it, Pat! Say it one more time, <laughs> please. Andrade and Zelina succeeded in on their it's first night. In doing something that Bobby Lashley has not done since he came back. What is Which it? Which is stating why the hell they're here. Thank you. Didn't I say this? So after Andrade won that match, Zelina got a microphone and she said, this is what we're here to do. And fuck all of you. <laughs> Bobby Lashley in, in said. more PG language. Bobby but. Lashley said, I love my sisters. I'm here to wrestle. And that's it. <laughs> hey Bobby, I love my sisters too, but I don't go telling everybody I meet about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got a point there though. I mean, I made the point we made, we talked about a weeks ago how he was back for like two three weeks, no mention of why he's back, his plan, his path. Now we're getting the thing about his sisters. All right, cool. You love your sisters, but you came back to the WWE because you love your sisters. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's a little weird. And that segment next week could go really bad or really bad. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I don't. I just am like, I kind of am anticipating it because I want to see what the heck is going to go on in that segment where Sammy brings Bobby's sisters out. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> like, I don't really like it. Just sounds like that sounds weird to me, like to say out loud. Sami Zayn is bringing Bobby Lashley's sister to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> In what world? Like, Why? what is what kind of segment is this gonna be? I'm just glad they didn't dumb him down. Like his his when he came out there, yeah. he was like fucking him up. Like he smacked the <laughs> shit out of him. Like I never seen him shit like that. And then she cut the mic. She got the mic and did a little promo and said, "We came here for competition. We came here to take over. You give me this. It's like, oh man. All right. Fancy booking time." Seeing Amos. Let me have it. What? No. Let me hear. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I will put in, um, I hear Jeff Hardy is injured. Maybe. This is a rumor right now that he's injured. There's actually a video out there that he's injured, that he got injured in one of those dark matches. Jeff's oh. always hurt. I don't believe it until I see it. I feel like, however you, I feel like he need, he, to make an impact with his type of character and what they're doing, he got to win. And yes. I feel like they should put the they should put the U.S. title on him. I feel like he should put on a, a classic with Jeff at at uh it could be SummerSlam. He can he can put on a classic 
with Jeff, I feel like you put the strap on him and let him and let him run with it and, and let them do their do what they did in NXT, but I, but just the same thing, just the more people and we would appreciate it because we're not done seeing that and they never seen it before because he came out there he made a fucking impact and he's outside of Roderick Strong he's he's one of those competitors where. If they're not really fucking you up, they're really doing a great job of making you feel like that shit is real. When he wrestles, that shit looks like it hurts, bro. Like, for real. And he's a luchador. He can fly and do whatever the fuck he want to do. He can tell stories. They have the combination. And then they don't even know that she's a wrestler. That she has moves. They didn't even break that out yet. Yeah. I'm just fucking excited. I feel like you put the strap on him. He puts on a great match with Jeff. Jeff can go heal whatever arm, body, limb, whatever the fuck he needs to do. And let him have the title and run with it. And then just keep winning until if you build him up right, he's 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 a fucking star. He's a superstar. I don't really have any real particular... He's just got there. It's hard for me to really think what direction they're going to go. But I would definitely put a strap on him like right now. Me personally. At one of these pay-per-views before SummerSlam or Money in the Bank. Uh, I'd be okay with that because, like you said, him and Jeff could put on a good match. And if you look at that mid-card over there, it's Jeff Hardy. He's been around for a long time. Randy Orton, he's been around for a long time. Get a new established star on your mid-card. Do it now. And he can go with all of them. And here's the reason I want it. He had a lot left in that title ring. He did. He had a lot left. He just started to hit his stride when he got that title. He only had it for two matches. Yes, yeah. three matches if you count the other one he had with Johnny on the NXT TV. Yeah. But he could, he probably could have had a really good heel run in him in NXT. Yeah. He's got a lot in there that I want to see, and in him with a title, I would love to see that up on SmackDown, especially U.S. title. Him being the foreigner, he could play to that. They have, there's so many different opportunities to do with that. I just love the fact that the matter that this guy he started off got some wins. He can wrestle. I feel like I like his style. I was like, but he started losing a lot. And I was like, all right, well, he's basically the jobber. He's basically like the glorified jobber, the workhorse, you know what I'm saying, putting new talent over. But he's giving, he's doing great matches. I'm like, yo, he just need that one little bit of thing. He's out of here. Next thing you know, Zelina started yelling at him, cursing him out. She was speaking in Spanish before he even started, like, before she was even debuted. And he, I just thought she was another groupie because he was always in a mix. He had girls yeah. around him all yeah. the time. And her thing was like, yo, you keep fucking losing because you're not taking it serious. I'm going to make you take it serious. And he took it serious, bro. He, next level. And to see everybody's biggest fear about when they go to the main roster. Oh, how is Vince going to do this? I hope Vince doesn't fuck it up. He wrestled the same exact style as he wrestled. I just felt like it was just to a wider audience and just on another level. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I hope that they take their time with him because he is a future world champion. Miss my opinion. And SmackDown's the right place for him. Oh, absolutely. Because, I feel like SmackDown because Raw, whatever. Here's the thing. you could, there are The wrestlers over on SmackDown that you could put him in the ring with? Daniel Bryan, yep. Shinsuke Nakamura, yep. AJ Styles. Yep. Woo! People you could put him in the ring with over there. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather see him over there with a lot of those guys. Absolutely. Even if you think of a, any singles Randy guy. Hey, here's another thing. Any singles guy from any tag team, I would love to see him versus Sheamus, him versus Cesaro, him versus Kofi, him versus Xavier, him versus, like mm-hmm. all those people. Because they've been doing that a little bit recently. I would like to see that too. Any of those, there's a, a lot of guys over on SmackDown that he could put on good matches with and show off what he can do. And he's young. He's very young. Yes. He's yeah. in his he's in his early 20s. I don't know the exact number, but he's he's like four years younger than Seth. And he's like eight years younger than like uh, AJ Styles, I think. Or not AJ Styles, uh 
I forget the exact number. Um, look that, look that up. Yeah, I know you're looking it up already. But he's he's got time. Just like, and he's in a great position to win because he can get he can get other people over. And when he loses, he doesn't lose that heat because he still got Zelina. So even with him, she he's helps 20, him. Twenty eight. He's twenty eight years old. Twenty eight. Still young. Young. From Gomez Palacio, Domingo, Mexico. And he's in a mix. So I I really I really enjoyed that. Um, What's up, man? Uh, the AJ Styles Nakamura. This was a good ass match. I actually think this is the best of the four they've the, had. I think it's the best match too. And, and my criticism, or at least one of them, their last four matches is they, they just never got out of first gear yeah. until the end was near. This this match kept me in, engaged for the duration of it, especially yeah. when they started going into the because he you know, the false strong style and stuff now. like that. He's not the he's not he's, he's strong style now. He's he's back. He's back to where where he, what he's supposed to be, and even even like his fucking promos is hilarious to me now. Yeah. Now, Pat, do you think he? I think he's getting the strap. This is his, it'll be his fifth time at the yeah. title. It's got to be now or never. I, mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. It's now or never. It's, you can't keep losing championship matches and <laughs> getting new ones. Make booking great again. Are you ready for my question, Ace? Are you ready for my question, Pat? Let's go, let's go, let's go. So, we have a stipulation. Shinsuke gets to pick the stipulation, correct? Mm -hmm. What stipulation would you pick for this match? The nutcracker. (laughs) (laughs) Testicles on a pole match. All right, Russo. Nutcracker Nakamura t-shirt on the Solomon's or shot. There's a Nutcracker Nakamura shirt on the Solo Monster shot. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> you seen I posted that shit in the group too before. That's awesome. My that's man, awesome. he beat me to it. Um, what you, who do you think, Pat? What, you what, what stipulation are you thinking? Hmm. I don't want anything to end this match with a low blow. <laughs> that's for sure. Maybe. Uh, that's the stipulation. Is it, uh, <laughs> no, please. <laughs> no low blows. You know, <laughs> a couple in a pole match. Like, no holds barred, something like that. No countouts, no disqualifications. There must be a winner. Fire. Mm. What about I quit match? I like that. Or speak English. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. He asked him if he quit, and he says no speak English. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's so dope. I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> no speak English. That would be great if they asked him if he quit. We no, think he already said it. You got the nutcracker on a pole match. Uh, <laughs> so you're serious? <laughs> All right, a couple of pole match. So the first one to get the cup, <laughs> protecting nuts. That, 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 Does that, the other guy get to take as many shots as he I wants? <laughs> I think Vince Russo is getting into your brain. Please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, Stop serious, drinking the Serious thing. I would do a last man uh, standing match. <laughs> yeah. Since they keep falling from nut shots. <laughs> you think somebody gets up at the nine count? Yeah. Something like that. It's like, no, I mean, I think, I think, uh, I quit idea so fire. Um, I don't know. Someone got to be a winner. Like you said, someone got to be a winner. So I guess no disqualification. Must be a winner. You know, I have, a, I have another question since we're talking about fantasy booking. Let me hear it. 
What about Johnny returning and asking Regal for a Hell in a Cell match with Ciampa being the first one in NXT history? I mean, it's definitely fitting to that whole storyline. There has to be an ending. What better way than there's nowhere for either of them to go than be stuck inside a Hell in a Cell? Take over Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Do they headline again? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yes. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> that question? Is Johnny the greatest NXT superstar of all time? If that if this happens again, if he headlines again two times without a belt, and he's headlined the last three pay-per-views? He can never get the belt in NXT and be like one of the best ever in NXT. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To ne- like never get it. He's the greatest baby face in NXT history. I'll, mm-hmm. give, I'll give him that. If not... So who, who had a better match than Andrade and Johnny for Takeover Philly? Oh, nobody did. Ever in NXT history. Yeah. Yeah. That that's if not the top one of my top matches in NXT history, definitely. Where does that fall in 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 in, in history of all WWE in the last five ten years? That match. It's top five. The last five years, let's say the last five years, top five. What match? I'm trying to think. What WWE match was better than that? The only one I can think to come close than WWE. Then what? Johnny versus Tommaso? Yeah. Or Johnny versus Almas? I'm just saying, in general, everyone. (laughs) Most of the ones that come to my mind are with Johnny and on Johnny. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like he might go Punk Cena. Well, I'm it for Money in the Bank, or yeah, you could. There's some you could do. I mean, AJ Finn was really good. Um, AJ John Cena, AJ John Cena was good. AJ Roman was good. Yeah, that that was that was a really good main event. I mean, I there's can't. some out there, but when you think about it, I mean, Johnny's up there. Any one of those guys, I have a question. Mm-hmm. So Michael B. Jones asked a question in the group. What are your opinions on just one briefcase and not a briefcase for each brand? What are your thoughts? So not not one for SmackDown and one for Raw, but both get one. What do you think? Just I agree with that. Less is more. It, when they had the original brand split, it's they had one for both the World Heavyweight title and the WWE title, and it's just diminishing returns. And they're like, why, why do we have two... People run around with briefcases. I'm fine with, you know, if it's for a different div- division, so to speak. If it's, you know, for a women's championship and a, and a men's world championship like they did last year, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But for the heavyweight championship, no more than one. I like for the heavyweight championship, I like that. You have one. You have one for the women. I would not be opposed to having another one for maybe. I mean, maybe it might run a little bit along the lines of what TNA was doing with all that stuff. Feast of Fire stuff, but maybe having another one for like 205 or like the mid-card. I mean, I don't know how you could say mid-card without saying mid-card. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Secondary title. I don't want to... I don't want to overdo it, especially if they go into doing it for a tag team title. I feel like the tag team makes sense. Tag team of, is cool. I would totally the, do that because of the because of the history of the TLC and multiple ladder, multiple teams ladders, same shit, briefcase title. Um, 
I want to see more tournaments for the mid card. Yes. Like they're doing oh, tournaments absolutely. for King of the Ring. King of the Ring. You know what I'm saying? They're doing tournaments for they're doing qualifying matches. They're calling qualifying matches because they're single matches, but they're kind of like a tournament, basically. Mm-hmm. It just qualifies to be... And it this, makes it more interesting. It makes it definitely more interesting. Even, Instead of picking six people yeah. or eight people and going into this match, I feel like we need to do more Even Even the last two weeks of Raw and SmackDown has been more interesting because they've had these qualifying matches. Wouldn't you yes. agree? Like, that or more gauntlets. We did a gauntlet on... Let's switch it and do a gauntlet on SmackDown now. We, got, uh, we could do... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. different things that not necessarily like... You mean like a tag said, team gauntlet. Yeah, SmackDown tag team with, the, with those six teams. Yeah. Give me oh. a tag team SmackDown gauntlet yeah. to do the whole show like that. Yeah, give me, give me, give me uh, two five live like that. Their tournament they made after that whole Endo shit, which it came out that he is innocent. But they just whatever. did a gauntlet a couple weeks, yeah, yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, it was so, awesome. So they yes. rebuilt that brand after Enzo, and and I felt like that stemmed from fucking tournaments. It, it happened. It's on WWE. It's on WWE uh, main roster. They have their own show. They did it. You could do the same shit. Two hundred five live has been awesome every week yeah. since the Rumble. Like I talked about yeah. every pretty yep. much. Mustafa Ali and, uh, and Drew Ash Gula always talks about shout out to another Ash. classic last week. She always talks about two hundred five live, and she commented on that post. Shout out to you, Ash. Yeah, buddies. Would you say Pat? <laughs> All I said was Mustafa Ali and Drew Gulak put on another classic last week. I haven't seen this week's episode. Yeah, yeah, every, yeah. He's ever since he switched up. The, well, I ain't gonna say ever since, but the Sub Zero gear. Uh, we take shit to the next level. Like, I, I, I really, I really appreciate it. How y'all feeling about uh, NXT? Because I don't even want to talk about uh, Carmella. I think that shit's true. I have another. I actually have another question before you go to that. Yeah. Before we move on to NXT, what are your feelings about? And if you, even if you agree with me, if you don't agree with me, um, I feel like the Money in the Bank has become the big fifth pay per view. What are your thoughts? I feel like Royal Rumble, Survivor Series. Uh, SummerSlam, WrestleMania. It's not at that level yet where it's huge like that, but it's becoming more important as we get the, more and more every year. I feel like Money in the Bank is becoming kind of like that fifth big five pay-per-view. What do you think? So, before they started digging Survivor Series out of the gutter it went into for so many years, I actually considered Money in the Bank the fourth of the big four mm-hmm. because Survivor Series became such a throwaway. But Still kind of now that they've now that they've tried to repair that uh, that that name, I'll 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 still go with that. It, it's definitely in the top five of the shows they do every. I agree. Every year, in the sense of how their importance. Mm-hmm. It, it it creates new stars. I mean, it's supposed to. You know what I mean? Like it or not, Camilla is. I guess. You know, I mean, she's a champion. She beat Flair. No, you can't take it away from her now. I'll say one thing about Carmella from SmackDown. I thought she was trying entirely too hard. At yeah. It. Because that, that crowd in London was actually kind of dead on Tuesday for whatever reason. There were certain but, spots. The beginning the beginning of the show, they were not. The beginning of the show, yeah. they were up for it when Daniel yeah. Bryan was out there. But then Cass came out and they kind of died. But when she <laughs> when she was just doing her insults, like she kept going and kept going yeah. and kept going. Like, all right, can we stop now? And then eventually Paige came. Yeah, but, but yeah. I, I, uh, you, you think Oscar beats her? Yes. Absolutely. I hope, I hope she does. I hope she does it quick. Yeah, I, I think it's literally gonna be maybe she chases her around the ring, just does a kick, and, and yeah, it's done. I hope so. Fantasy, I, it should be quick. Fantasy booking. Uh, does Charlotte get a title shot against Oscar when she's the champion, and then you build off of that SummerSlam? 
Yeah, I think that's going to be the women's match for SummerSlam Charlotte Mosca. Quick question, and this is this is the first. Let's see how fast we can move into this. How fast do you think they're taking both of those straps off both of those women? Because it seems like both both cases ain't really what we give a fuck about right now. Oh, like we just said, I think Asuka's taking it off quick. Uh, Nia Jax, I'm not so sure. I, I that's I why think I, she'll keep it a little longer. Yeah, that's why I said we don't know the finish of Nia around yet. If anything, if they go with this. If they go with my idea earlier where the Naya Ronda matches to set up Natalia turning on Ronda, they might have Natalia somehow get the championship at some point for Ronda to take it from her. Mm-hmm. And then Ronda has it until her match with Charlotte at WrestleMania. That could happen. Now, do you think that Becky Lynch is a contender for the money in the bank? Yes. Because yes, she, she, she needs something. I thought and she was going to win it last year. With her on commentary being in a slump, yeah. so I think they're actually they might be building her up to win the Money in the Bank contract. Like I said, I thought she was going to win it last year. She was my did favorite. She, did she win a t- she won a championship before, right? Yeah, yeah she, she was, was the, the first ever, champion. and first that's ever. fucked up. First ever SmackDown. That's yeah. fucked up. I question that she's the first one ever. That's how much we remember that ring. So, yep. And Becky versus Asuka is the SmackDown Women's match I won at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. I've said that before, but I can only... <laughs> NXT. 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 Tommaso Ciampa. Best heel in the world besides Cody. Best trolling heel. Yeah. Yes. In, the, in WWE right now, yes. I've never seen someone... And I'm going to say he's the best in the world right now because I can get Cody merch anywhere. I can't get that shirt. It's so fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's how you know he's a heel. He won't even let you have his merch. He blocked WWE and told him to go away. And then every time you see him, he just waves by and shit. Like, yo, what, bro? Like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to take a picture of that actual shirt, his image, and just get my own shirt made and shit. Sorry, WWE. I, I, I do think he's the top heel right now. What what what's his music right now? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, yes, it is. It's a chorus of booze. Who does that? Exactly. That is his. And it's awesome. Sure. Who's done? And that? it is awesome. And that is legit. He that he is I will, generating. I will never forget where this guy they brought they brought this guy up here. He had a Chinese shirt on. I'm sorry for laughing, but he had two crutches, and they just sat him there in the front. And then oh, Chumper yeah, that guy. There, and he just takes them from him. And he fucking get the guy. And he's like looking back as they're pushing him forward with the Johnny T-shirt. Fucking hilarious, bro. Like, what the fuck is wrong with him, yo? He is great. Even the shit that he was saying to his wife was, was amazing. I, oh, man. I, it's two of the most, like, contrasting characters. You have one of the most beloved wrestler underdog stories and Johnny Gargano and then you have one of the most hated heels in the business right now yeah and they were best friends and it is probably my top storyline of WWE for the past two maybe three years now <laughs> I yeah, mean because yeah. if you see when they were the tag for, right from, from the Cruiserweight Classic yeah, all classic, the way through yeah. in their yeah, tag yeah, team yeah, I, I knew it all this stuff I, I mean it's it. been going on for three years ever. now and I mean, it's it's one of the best stories they've had in a long, long time. And just imagine that pop. It might, you know, it might be another two years from now. But when they finally get back together, it's gonna. Oh yeah, it's gonna be unglued. <laughs> that's a matchup. Here's your match: Kevin and Sammy versus DIY. <laughs> you got the two fight forevers. Yeah, <laughs> sign me up. Take my fight forever. Yeah, take, take my money. money. <laughs> take take my money now. Just give me an hour now. of that of that match. That's all I want. And then again on NXT, I was shocked about that main event. Oh yeah, we, I mean, I was oh. shocked with that outcome with Dan because it was Danny Burch that got the win, right? Too. Yeah. yeah. 
beating it was Danny Birch. Uh, uh huh. Oh no, I was just saying it was Danny Birch. Uh, Oni Lorkin. Oni Lorkin and Pete I, Dunn. Pete Dunn, thank you. First undisputed era. As I, as I uh, had my Pete Dunn shirt on. Yes, yes, yes. And they actually pulled it out. I was thinking, I, I thought that undisputed era would eke it out somehow using their heelish ways as they usually tend to do. Right. And they have all the gold, and that's what they do. You know, they find a way to win, whether you like it or not. I like I like the fact that they gave, you know, them a win. You know what I mean? That kind of like, you know. Shocked me. <clears throat> they put them, you know, they I, I hate to say it, but I feel like they put them over. Me personally. Well, what's the first thing you said? One of you two said as soon as it was over. That gives them a reason to go after the tag team championship. Pat with the facts. Yeah. <laughs> you, right? Yeah, I said it. Well, because if you think about it, there's really only one other tag team in that division. TM61. So, well, I wasn't even thinking of them. I was just thinking of the War Raiders. Street Profit. And that's yeah. it. So War Raiders. Now that gives them a little bit of credibility. Like, hey, we just beat you. Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss. Oh, yeah, right. does now. I, I don't think they officially broke them up yet. They have a spat every now and then. And then they're <laughs> they both walked match. out on each other in <laughs> matches. So I don't know. But I mean, that gives them instant credibility as number one contenders, if you think about it. There's not too many other tag teams out there. NXT besides War Raiders, yeah, there's heavy machinery, but do you really see them as tag team contenders? I don't. No, they're they're more so like the gatekeepers for the championship division now. Yeah, it's like you you beat heavy machinery and then you go after the championships. Yeah, <laughs> facts, facts, facts. Lacey Evans, I like Lacey Evans. I don't like that finisher though. Yeah, I'm high on Lacey Evans. I I like her. I've liked her for a while now. At probably. Since she was in the May Young Classic, she was one of the girls that caught my eye. Mm-hmm. I just really liked. She's really tall, but she can move. Oh yeah, and she can get like I think she does this little move where she does like a handstand, then comes like on the top turnbuckle, and then comes down with the elbow drop. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty yeah. cool. The stuff that she does like that for being such a long, athletic wrestler like that. She's got some moves, and she can move around. When she's shown, they put her in the ring with. Not the best. I mean, the enhancement talent, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. But she shows off her stuff. And even when she gets in there with, I think it was Kyrie she had a match with a couple weeks ago. She yes. showed what she can do. I mean, they don't have a lot outside of Shayna and Kyrie in that division. So, I mean. Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. That's true. And Candace, But Candace doesn't really wrestle that all that much. So, you got to shine the light on somebody to build up for that uh, women's division. And uh, I, I like that, uh, that pick of Lacey Evans. Yeah, what do you think, Pat? I got nothing to add to that. But I'll just bring up one Pat. other thing in the NXT Women's Division. I get the story they're trying to tell right now with Dakota Kai and Shayna Baszler, where you know she's quote unquote afraid of her. They're trying to build it up until Dakota finally snaps and hits her. But I I, th- I think. They gotta be careful that they don't drag it out so long that people just assume Dakota Kai's a coward. Because in my opinion, that's where it's starting to come. Like I think she is. She's a just a freaking already. coward. Yeah, like, she's and, a coward. And already. I don't. She's like, gonna lose all credibility. Face, I don't get behind cowards. She choked her out when she debuted, basically, yeah. like, when she first came, before she even had the belt. So it's like this shit been going on for a while. I think if you do something like that, where she does eventually snap, but take it another level, have her whole character go a different way. Because mm-hmm. I don't really like. The bubbly, it's kind of Bailey. She's, she's a good actor. She's a good actor. It's the, the, the cheap off, rip off. Of uh, it's kind of Bailey-ish to me, and yeah. we've she's already seen that good, they're good gonna actor, mess though. that up. Oh yeah, definitely good actor. She yeah. definitely plays the frightened role yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, really well. So let me see your crazy role when you snap. Yeah. Can you snap? Can you turn that character into something else and give me a different character where he 
see a little bit of development into your crazy side. Give me that. Because I don't see the little teeny bopper working. That's yeah, not yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, too Bailey like for me. Yeah. I know that. I feel like Kyrie is too much like. Look, she looks kind of like Oscar. She looks like they shop at the same mall and where they wear their outfits at. What? One's a pirate. Like. One's a. I don't know the wearing thongs over her underwear. Yeah, it's just over weird. her pants. I know they were tag team partners, you know, in New Japan. It's just I don't know. She just reminds me of her. Just her. Just when she comes out, not like in the ring, that styles is a little bit differently, and I love her elbow. But when she comes out, I be like, "Oh shit, what is Oscar doing?" Oh shit, no, that's Kyrie. That's how I be feeling. Like I don't know if it's the weed or that's how I really feel. <laughs> but <laughs> like, <laughs> they, their styles are pretty different. I'm, I'm not talking about. Just, I'm just talking about like when you see her. Like yeah, I guess. your first mm-hmm. thought is like the shiny, bright colored. An Asian girl, like, and I just think Oscar off tops. And then she get in the ring, and I remember who she is. But I just think something, something is missing from her character. Maybe because she, we don't, I don't really know why she's here. She, well, she just came out and attacked Felici tonight. So maybe that's the, that's the, the turn that we needed. Her little aggression there. She came out and attacked Lacey after that match. Maybe next week we'll see where you. What you want? You know, you want a little bit more. Maybe we're gonna get yeah. that ace next week. I don't know, but I know something that we wasn't expecting this week. I wasn't expecting uh, Velveteen Dream and uh, Ricochet. I wasn't expecting no, that at all. No, and they no. were putting on a great fucking match. I can believe it. That match was going great. Yeah, but I kind of felt Figured like something that. fishy yeah, was gonna happen because it. it was on TV for free. We were all saying we, we want to see us on Takeover. But we got that little glimpse, and now I need it on the next takeover. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now I like we we need it because that match. If you give that match as much time as they gave the Alistair Black Velveteen, I could I, I want to see it right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. In fact, they got ruined. It definitely did. The finish of that match with Lars coming in and wrecking both of them definitely got the crowd the heel heat on Lars that they wanted, um, and then it set up. Uh, Handicap match for next week, so it definitely got Lars to turn even more heel, got more of that heat on him. But I just really want to see that match now. Yeah, <laughs> like, can we fast forward to the next one? I know. Please? I'm like, can you just fast forward to when you're gonna give us that takeover match? Yeah. Because Velveteen and Ricochet were doing awesome. Like so, that one spot where the Ricochet flipped off the ropes and then Velveteen still his little s- under, yeah, yeah, slide back yeah, in under there. That was pretty yeah, awesome. That was that awesome. Was, yeah. Yeah, some of those counters that he had too, we wasn't I wasn't used to him uh, uh doing that. That was really really dope. Um, I don't know, man. NXT just knows how to tell great stories, and they do a great job at it. And um, I can't wait to see where those things go. Did you have anything else y'all wanted to touch on? Any topics? I any got games or anything like that. I, I got one. Heard? I got one final question. Let's go. This this comes from Pat. Oh, this comes from you, Pat. I know my own question. What's, what's your question? <laughs> Ask us then. <laughs> So, what do you think about r- r- wrestlers using other wrestlers' finishers as transitional moves? I'll just cite one example that inspired the question last week. Dakota Kai. She just used the Haluva kick like it was some other random move. And, you know, mm-hmm. she didn't... I don't I don't remember if she got a two count or she didn't even go for a count on it. Yeah. Just stuff like that. Where, or, you know, Stone Cold has a stunner, then you see John Cena do that terrible springboard stunner. Like, yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Whereas what's uh, John his... Cena's, I mean, uh, Stone Cold's made his opinion very clear about that example. Oh, what did he say? What did he say? I didn't uh, hear. Oh, he fucking hates it. He told him to stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's his name in two hundred five? Does it too? Does the springboard stunner? But that looks really good. It looks better. Yeah, uh, he's full body. Not Kalisto. Not Grand Middle League. The other one. Lindsay Dorado. Lindsay Dorado. 
Um, no, but um, like moves like the DDT. Almost yeah. everybody's doing the DDT, different versions of it. Hammerlock DDT, love it. Oh, yeah. Love yeah. that one. Alexa Bliss, her DDT looks pretty good for her. She kind of gives a little sweep to it. Every now and then you'll see somebody do a face plant spike with it. Yeah. It's good if they sell them right. Yeah. Bobby Bobby Roos is good. He's got the little pickup and the swing with it. Mm-hmm. As long as you put a little different variation on it as yeah. opposed to... Because, I mean, Dean's got the double hook DDT. Everybody... That is a big finisher I right now. I hate Seth Rollins V Trigger. It's awful. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> that shit to the goat. He don't do it that much anymore, though. Really, he's been pulling it out though. Yeah, I've been seeing it. And it he did do even, it Monday. He didn't even go. He doesn't even go for covers. It's just like a Ugh, get the fuck off. Yeah. move. you know what I mean. It's he like did do it you Monday. can't. That shit is like you watch Kenny wind that shit back, and then he just brings the knee up. Ah, it's like yo, that shit is perfect, bro. You can't. No, I. I, don't, I think I don't the one I that. hate when people do is the spear. I hate it. I hate the spear as a finishing move. Who has the best spear? In WWE right now or in history? History. I think Roman's fall is up there. Is one of, one of my Roman's, spears. Roman's is different. Yeah. Roman's is different. It's I, like he catch you in slow motion in the air before you land. Yeah, I've always been... to Edge. Edge, I was going to say... Edge spear. Uh, I was going to say It just looked like his arm is just getting you, not his full body. Like, Rhino used to run you the fuck over. I was going to say, back in the day, the gore, the gore was good. <laughs> the gore was good. Edge always hit you with it. Uh, and then you you got to throw Goldberg in there. I mean, come on. Yeah, his shit looked crazy, but his... I don't know. I like... I like... I just don't like the spear in general. Yeah, you don't like as spear a, in general? Not, not, as, not as a fan. Oh, yeah, a lot of people don't, don't use it as a finisher either. Yeah. I, I Like, Charlotte does it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she now. does it like she Edge with the arm. With the arm. She does it as a transitional yeah, yeah, yeah. move. It's um, just... Um, Moose does a good one. And he's in Mr. Impact now. Impact Wrestling. He did, he, when he was in Ring of Honor, I used to always watch him do a nice one where he almost did like the running... Uh, it's almost like a flip. While he was doing the spear, that was always a good one. I feel like the super kick is very is is it's uh that's another one man. Over. <laughs> the Samoan drop is it's a and drop. It's a lot moved that yeah. Or the Hawaiian drop now. The Hawaiian drop. Oh, Kona if, Reeves. If you're watching NXT, oh, Keanu Reeves. I purposely <laughs> left him out. He's the finest though. He's the finest. You brought him up anyway. He, the man he looks has like he looks like a knockoff ticking time bomb is what he looks like. He has on knee pads and Aaron Nottering's fucking knees. <laughs> I hate him. He's a knockoff ticking time off. I hate Japan, him, bro. yo. What? Right. Fuck. I'm trying to think of any other moves that. You know what I? You know what I want to see more? I seen it because I watched this. I watched the Kenny Okada three. Uh, not he, to, I, and he, I don't know why it's a ticking time on. That's not what I was thinking of. Never he mind. Did, he I'm did sitting like a, this play out. <laughs> he did like the, the, <laughs> he did like a variation of the rock bottom, but who did? Kenny. Okay. But when he dropped him, it th- just the way he landed it, just like even with like with Bray, how he does the Uranagi, which yeah. is really like the rock bottom. I want to see some more of that. Like the way he, the way Kenny does it when he falls into all the one motion, it looked like it really, really fucking. You know hurts. what other movie I hate because everybody does it now is the Ushiguroshi, the tiebreaker, whatever you want to fucking call it. Oh yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. does that. AJ Adam. I mean, yeah. AJ and Adam have been doing it for a while, but like I feel like everybody in WWE does that move now. Yeah, yeah, they definitely still. You know what I mean? I mean, the suicide dive was for a while. Yeah, no, still is. You can get through a match without seeing one. Even the girls, anyway. I I I still feel the same. What's the worst finishing maneuver? Worst finishing maneuver. Besides the Hawaiian drop. 
I don't like the I don't like the punch I don't like the punch thing especially like, like for people that doesn't look like or bullshit kicks Big like, Show yeah I'll buy that yeah but the punch that uh, what's her name Lacey Evans Lacey did Evans, I yeah. didn't like that I, I prefer her to end it with the moonsault me personally yeah. Um, it was a little, uh, kind of took the the wind out of the sails after she, like, yeah. she does a moonsault and then that should have been it. And then she yeah. comes back, it was a little underwhelming when she punched her. <laughs> right, right, right. Then, um, Superman Punch has never done it for me. Oh, no. That, that, <laughs> I, yeah, it's the never. The cock thing, I'll, I'll It's never done it for me. Like, what, you get more power when you slam your fist on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't, my shit. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, One yeah. of my favorites of all time, because only... Very few people have done it as a finisher. The choke slam. Come on. If you think about it, Kane, Undertaker, Big Show. Not a whole lot of other people are doing it. There are people. There are people. But like if you think about like Super Kick, like DET, there's a million people doing that. How many people legitimately do the choke slam? Right. Who who's the most two protected um finishers of all time? Or top three? Tombstone pile drivers one. Tombstone. Pedigree? Uh, uh, no. Not anymore. Especially after Seth started. Yeah. Damn. I would definitely put the Tombstone up there as one of the most protected. The Stunner? The Stunner, stunner yes. yes. The, uh, definitely the Stunner. Hogan Lay Drop? Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> uh, what, about, what about the last ride? Hmm? RKO? That's what well, it that's is well pretty protected, but yeah. I do know people. When you see that. the RKO is over, <laughs> Swan, the Swanton bomb. Yeah. Once when he hits it, like, ah, yeah. never mind. I don't like the way he never hits mind, because the Miz just two weeks ago stole the win from him right after Hardy picked up. Oh, I'm glad you brought Swanton. the Miz. Up. I got a question about that. I'm about the Miz. I'm trying to think what I'm. We'll wrap it up with. Let's wrap it up with the Miz. The Miz. People say that Miz has. Brought so much to the IC belt. Mm-hmm. He made the he made the mid card great again. My thing is, this is double sided question. I don't think that I think the Miz is underrated because I think he's really really good in the ring. I know he, he knows how to sell. So he tells stories. I think he's gotten better in the last couple months than he's ever been. Um, I prefer Miz now. The way he's in there by himself doing his thing and he's winning from like thinking and outsmarting his opponent than necessarily like having it to be, you know, the Seth Rollins J and J thing all over again. Yeah. Like basically the Miz Taraj helping him win helping him win every week. I feel like the belt needs to be on a face champion like a Seth Rollins that defends it as the workhorse and then wins the matches. You could see yeah. in the span of he had the title, he won a title in three weeks ago. He's like the guy. Like he's one of he's one of the hottest on that brand. He's definitely the best in the ring right here in WWE. I feel like outside of AJ Styles, um, as far as like what he's been doing since the Gauntlet match, I like how Miz is being portrayed now better than when he was the IC champion. And I feel like the end goal should be for him to win Money in the Bank. And win that title, and then go into a feud and program with Daniel Bryan for next year at WrestleMania. I'm for it. I'm for it. I actually I wanted that story to start with uh, at Money in the Bank. I wanted Daniel Bryan 
to get screwed out of the briefcase first and then have then event then have it come up again when Miz screws him out of a championship when he's about to win it. Yeah. Because you know yeah, we know about all their stuff from over the years, but this other other people who don't watch as, you know, loyally need to be reminded of such things. Right. And some people frankly didn't watch Talking Smack, so they may have never seen that promo that reignited it back in 2016 awesome so I, that's another thing I'm excited about if they do that Wrestlemania match they have so they have eight years of archives to go through for that video package mm-hmm. yeah because they're <laughs> way back in because it, it crap on WWE for a lot of things but their video packages are phenomenal mm-hmm. yeah Casey I don't know I don't have anything to say after that <laughs> <laughs> no I don't Pat said it perfectly because that's what I would want to happen too. Hey man, that's I don't that that's that's dope. Now, last thing, last thing, because this shit's too fun. Let us know how y'all feel about the show. Leave comments, feedback. Um, we do we love this shit. We can talk about this shit all night. Last final thing. If and I hope he wins just for the simple fact is I love what he's doing, uh, with the promos. I love that he's back to being the King Strong style because I didn't know who the fuck. Was the artist? Um, <laughs> I actually like his music better now. And he's just like swinging his arm. <laughs> I love that. I love it. So this will be his like fifth or sixth the title, you know, that he's been at. I think it's gonna happen. I think this is his fifth chance or sixth chance at one or the other. I know he had a lot starting with gender. He's yeah. had a lot of titles. This matches. will be his seventh if he counts. <laughs> <laughs> Like, give him a fucking belt already, Vince. God damn it. Just let it happen, man. You don't care about SmackDown like that anyway. Well, let's come on. If Where do you see... Do you see him going on a, a run with the title? Or do you see him being a transitional champion, Shinsuke? Hmm. We should have to question it, but because it's his yeah. fifth chance, it's like, all right, are they just giving it to him because it's his fifth chance? Or are they going to let him run with it? You know what? I, I, if he doesn't I, even get it. Right. If I... I think he might have it through the fall, perhaps. Maybe lose it October or something like that. September, October. And then, you know, they'll eventually start setting up their cards for their WrestleMania matches uh, with whomever's the champion at that time. you have anything to add to that, Casey? Um, I don't think it's going to be... First of all, I don't even... I, I'm not rooting against AJ Styles... I think he could still come out of this with the title because of the fact of what you're saying. It's been, this is what, the seventh title match? I'm not exactly confident that they're going to finally give it to him now. But if they do, I could see him going on a little bit of a lengthy run, especially because of the people that are on SmackDown right now. He could go against Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe. There's a lot of people over there that can put up good storylines with him. Those two being the first two I would want to see in line. Especially Daniel Bryan against the heel Nakamura. That storyline would be amazing. Because mm-hmm. um, everyone loves Daniel Bryan. If you want this full heel turn, the next opponent for Nakamura should be Daniel Bryan. Because then that is how you solidify that heel turn and get even more heat. How do you do that? The top two most over guys on your show, you put them against. You started with AJ Styles, finish off that hardcore heel turn with Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. With that being said, Wrestle Cave Podcast, Casey, 
Pat with the facts. See y'all next week. This was fucking dope. Bye. Later. Goodbye. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>